Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to God is Gray, the podcast. Although I, as a Christian, believe that God resides in absolute truth, in black and white, we as people are stuck here on planet Earth contending with the gray. In church, gray areas often cause dissension, anger, and even hate. But on this platform, I welcome open dialogue, variety of opinion, and differing belief systems. God is Gray is meant to teach, inform, and simply trade stories with kindness, love, and mutual respect. If you have a story or perspective to share, please reach me, Brenda Marie Davies, at GodIsGrayXO at gmail.com. To support the cause and be a part of our community, donate to patreon.com slash gray. Now, on to the episode. Yeah. Jesus says, if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck them out. So it actually, he advocates for the opposite. So like if you have a problem with what I'm wearing. Take your eyes out. I <laughs> yeah. love that. Love what Jesus said there. Hi, beautiful people. Today I want to introduce you guys to Miss Alexis G. Zal. She is an amazing YouTuber. So this video is going to be an accompaniment to Alexis releasing a little sketch. Is that what you call it? Yeah, sketch. <laughs> sketch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A sketch that we did on her channel, which I was so blissed out and happy to do. I just had this visual of wanting to showcase how abusive we can be towards children by just presenting some of these Christian ideals that are really toxic and have historically hurt people very deeply. If you're offended by some of the things that I say playing the wife or Cameron says playing the husband, you have to remember they're directly coming from Christian teachers. All my friends are queer and it's that's not really like an environment that I'm super familiar with as an adult and my mind was blown. And also I want to dive into some of the more toxic Christian videos and stances because Alexis is somewhat familiar and I familiarized her even more with toxic theology while we were writing and working on this script. But I really would like you to just see the honest and genuine reaction from someone that's not familiar with this kind of doctrine. I'm <laughs> so like excited slash very nervous to watch all of these videos because it's I've terrifying. not seen anything <laughs> like this before. A lot of her content is about forcing people to look at, I don't know, how do I describe so this? I'm so interested in like your description of it. I would say the concept is that you use comedy to make people face their biases and their misunderstandings about things happening in culture and sexuality and gender and it feels very gentle and not aggressive because you're like, I'm also laughing at the same time. That was so, <clears throat> so well said. That is exactly what I'm trying to do. I love that. Thank you. What made you passionate about combating 
certain issues in this way using comedy? Um, the first video I made that was kind of in the style that I now make most of my videos in was called Why I'm Gay with Illustrations. And basically I had sat down with my friend Gabby Dunn to write a sketch and we were both just catching up beforehand. We were talking about like different frustrating things that happen as queer women. And then I was like, okay, well, let's get focused. Like, let's start writing it. And Gabby was like, no, like, let's write a sketch about this. And so a lot of my videos have kind of like going forward from that become about the things that I find frustrating or the things that I wish people saw from my perspective. So I like to say I want my channel to be a resource for every like stupid question or if you're like, oh, I don't know if I can ask that. Like, I don't know if I can ask, like, why do gay people need pride? Like, is that offensive? I just want it to be a way for everyone to get educated, but without without judging like where you're coming from. Why is it important to be woke? That's such a good question. Um, <laughs> mm. A lot of times we're insular in our own communities and we've been raised in a certain way. We've been taught certain principles and then we kind of stagnate in that place and we're like oh well I've already been taught what being gay is I've already been taught about gender for example most men that are my age range don't believe a man can be bisexual they just genuinely don't believe it they're like well that's not possible and I'm just <laughs> like okay well we should probably listen to the the younger ones because they're telling us something different I think also the less that you judge other people for their decisions or their lifestyles or just the way that they intrinsically are the less judgment you put on yourself yeah and it kind of starts there with like when you can accept other people at face value and when you can allow them to tell you how they feel so like a bisexual man being like here's how I feel I like all genders like when you just like listen to that instead of putting your own judgments on it. And so I think it just, it makes people a lot happier the less yeah. you're judging other people and the less that you're judging yourself. So are we ready to dive into these yes. terrifying videos? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> it's going to stress me out. It's stressful. It yeah. stresses me out on a daily basis. So this first clip is from a sermon. And when I saved this sermon, I titled it The Worst Sermon Ever. <laughs> And I've heard a lot of terrible sermons, but it comes from the Bethel Church up in Reading by a pastor named Chris Ballatin, who I've actually heard is an advocate for women and says some beautiful things, but I can tell you this particular sermon is a disaster. Before we start, can you tell me a little about the gay agenda? Yeah, so <laughs> so ever since I chose to be gay, yes. um, my, my goal was to just like get... What is, what do people, just, wait, just, just, first of all, I can't believe that's a real thing, like, that's completely something my friends and I would joke about, like, yeah. and make fun of me, like, oh, our gay agenda, <laughs> like, my gay agenda is, like, what's in my to-do list for the day, like, my gay agenda. Like, call my mom, make breakfast, yeah. brush my teeth, like, I don't know, destroy the fabric of society is on there. <laughs> I mean, we're teasing people, but look, it is that ridiculous that a Christians perpetuate this idea and this fear that gay people are out to get you and that there is a broader agenda. My personal gay agenda is just like <laughs> if like just making people feel like comfortable as you are. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most agenda I have. So here's a little clip of what Chris says about LGBTQ people basically being a threat to society as a whole. Cool. If your core value is, if I feel it, I am it, then why would you stop anything else? If the foundation of who I am is what I'm attracted to, how many know there is no bottom to that cesspool? How does the 
fit into that? I have answers for his questions. The main difference between being gay and being a is consent. Yes. <laughs> me saying it's okay to be queer is not the same as me saying go ahead and follow all of your whims and desires. It's saying that it's okay to be who you are as long as it's not hurting anyone. And the argument is kind of like the same for, you know, it's like a gateway drug or something mm-hmm. with sexuality. Like if we allow this thing to be okay, then what else are we going to allow to be okay? Animals can't consent. Passed out girls can't consent. It's not about a slippery slope. It's am I causing harm? Is there consent involved? If the answer is no, then no, you're not having biblical sex. Okay, so for this clip, it's just going to be a quote from an ebook that a pastor named Lisa Bevere put out. I did an entire response video to this if you guys want to check it out, but I really wanted to see how the language strikes you as an outsider. On October 2nd, Lisa posted an ebook titled You're Worth the Wait. Underneath it reads, There's a danger in giving ourselves away too soon. We forfeit our dignity, honor, and strength. If, like me, you've known the bitterness of regret, know this. You can experience the joyous flood of mercy. Ultimately, you are worth the wait. I mean, I think the the thing here is like it's just making sex all about men and it's making women the the holders of this commodity that men want like why is it not something that you are sharing with your partner why is it something that one has to give to the other it just makes it makes it transactional i feel like some of the women in the older generation of the church were really taught that sex is our power that if we hold on to it and don't give it away that men will be more prone to marry us and well, actually commit. And like don't don't you want a man who likes you not not because you tricked him? <laughs> well, what about the concept of forfeiting your dignity as the quote goes? I don't understand. <laughs> so it's That's good. How lucky you are to not understand that. What does she think that means? It actually it breaks my heart that she thinks that's even a possibility. If you look at the word dignity, (laughs) that is such a heavy thing to say that someone is going to lose for participating in a sexual activity. Like, why don't men respect you anyway? Why is it not on men to just respect women and for people to just respect one another? Why is it on women to beg, beg for respect and to have to hold back what they want especially people that you have sex with like sex is vulnerable and it's intimate and i feel like the people that you've shared that with you should you should extra respect and extra be kind to so how do girls who are modest view the immodest girls i think it's just hard to have respect for them because When you see someone dressing like that, you kind of think they don't respect themselves. Like, they're very insecure. You can tell. It's sad. When you don't even respect yourself, how do you expect someone, especially of the opposite sex, to respect you? How you dress affects me. You're out running. You're at the gym. You're even at church. And in those moments, I immediately feel something is wrong with me. If there's one thing I could say to you, it's this. Your modesty, your modesty, your modesty is a gift to me. You appear to be having some reaction. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't have like written something that made fun of itself so well. Oh. Uh. The biggest issue is like for 
some reason, men are using the Bible to say women are responsible for how I feel around them. Women are responsible if I'm attracted to them. Like, that's their problem. You want to know an ironic side note? Yeah. Jesus says, if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck them out. So it actually, he advocates for the opposite. Like, if you have a problem with what I'm wearing... Take your eyes out. I yeah. love that. Love what Jesus said there. I love, I love his Jesus. word there. <laughs> Why are they not being held accountable for their reactions in these situations? If I'm exercising in a sports bra, I am not thinking about you. I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm so tired. I'm so out of breath. <laughs> the way I dress has literally nothing to do with men or anyone. Playing devil's advocate. Yeah. What would you say about a woman that is trying to get attention? She's on Instagram in the sports bra doing squats. For your pleasure. And that's great for her because her sexuality is her own and the way that she chooses to express herself is for her. And if you have a problem with it, pluck your eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Or mute her, unfollow her. <laughs> yeah, the modern the, version. The modern version of plucking your own eyes out. And I always have to be fair to men too. That breaks my heart. When the one guy says it makes me feel like he says something like abnormal or crazy or something and it's just like... Well, yeah, purity culture, this modesty culture is what we call those clips in particular, are about making both sexes feel completely insane. Mm -hmm. Because men are not supposed to be lusting after women, and the women aren't supposed to be causing that lust. Like, that man who's saying, oh, it makes me uncomfortable, like, probably even if he's with his wife, he's uncomfortable. Because, like, you can't just get rid of that that baggage. They feel like they have to live their lives so so shrouded in, in shame and pain for the way that they intrinsically feel. It's just, it's devastating. The point is when it's not so salacious and it's not like the heaviest, darkest, most awful thing that can possibly happen, then men and women alike are more susceptible to processing it in a healthy way. Yeah, like my body is not inherently sexual. My body will be there with me in sexual situations, but like me changing clothes is not sexual like maybe i need to get from one outfit to another (laughs) yeah if you want to feel sexy while you're working out why why is that bad what would people like what's the argument within evangelical christianity there's this phrase about not causing people to stumble and it's one of the main tools bible verses plucked out of context that we've used to justify modesty culture primarily. If I look sexy and a guy goes home and it's over it or violates me even, that I caused him to stumble and that was my sin. Okay. And then his sin was the result of that and that is my bad. Why are people not being held accountable for their own <clears throat> actions? <laughs> They're just starting to. Hashtag church too. You're not responsible if a guy lusts after you. You didn't do that. I can get hit on in a snowsuit. Yeah. You know, so people are always going to be attracted to people no matter what. There's it's, nothing you can do. It's it's the human life. It's then up to you yeah. to make sure, okay, is this consensual? Like, am I making somebody else uncomfortable by coming on too strong? Like, there's, there's other rules. It's not just like, oh, well, if you can have sex outside of marriage, it's a free-for-all. Exactly. There's plenty of other societal rules. I cannot believe what this Teen Vogue piece of trash has printed in its June edition. They are teaching children 11 through 17, that's the target audience of this magazine, how to be safely... Gender fluidity. Oh yeah. 
Lena and Grace Dunham, real role models for our teenagers. I have a lot of delightful thoughts about the activist mommy, but she is terrified of sex education. And she actually goes on tour and talks to other parents about removing sex ed from schools. Just because people have access to information about safe sex it doesn't mean they have to have sex. You still have the choice. Like, it goes back to consent. You can still yeah. choose whether or not to engage. You can still choose to wait until marriage. Like, it's not an attack on that. You can choose not to do it. But isn't it good to have the information out there so if someone does want to do it, they do it safely? It doesn't stop you from having the reactions. It just makes you feel shameful about it. The level of ignorance in this is mind-blowing to me because... 100% of 100 statistics show that when children, teens, whatever, young adults are empowered by information that they make wise choices based on that information. All statistics also show that abstinence-only education actually pushes up sexual activity. Comprehensive sex education delays it by two years. Oh my god. On an average. Because you, you're wondering about it and you don't have any information, so you have to check it out for yourself. Yeah. And then when you check it out for yourself, you don't have a condom because no one told you about it. And maybe you're trying to preserve your virginity. So you do take the backdoor route. It's actually happened to some Christian girls that I know. And then that's also when you get into sketchy situations where like people may not have education as to like what enthusiastic consent is. Right. And so then your child might be in a compromising situation because they don't know, oh, I can speak up for myself. I can say I'm comfortable with this, but not comfortable with that. Like, here yeah. are my boundaries. They might just be like, oh, I'm here, and I, we've already started kissing, so I have to do whatever they want me to. Exactly. That is truly heartbreaking. Yeah. That's real. One woman wrote me and asked me if the, her husband had her because she had told him she didn't want to have sex. She woke up in the middle of the night he was having sex with her. And I said, well, do you feel like you need to call the police and have them locked in jail? True is when you're assaulted against your will by some stranger. Oh my God. She literally like defined and then was like, is it No. <laughs> exactly. If anybody touches you without your permission, especially like that situation in particular, that is That's just, it's, it's so, it's so sad. It's, that it makes me really sad. <laughs> it is very sad. You have a right to, to decide what happens to your own body mm -hmm. in totality. No is a complete sentence, even with your husband, even with those closest to you. So this next clip is Jackie Hill Perry. She um, considers herself SSA or same-sex attracted, which is a term that a lot of LGBTQ people within the church take on in lieu of saying, I'm gay, I'm a lesbian because they don't want to make their sexuality a part of their identity, which okay. is how they see it. So they see it as this, like, it's an attraction. It's something, it's a thing that I have to work out versus a part of who they are. So Jackie is married. She has two children. And this is a little bit about her story. And it, she's married to a man. She's married to a man. Okay. To assume that somebody coming to the Lord who is same-sex attracted, that somehow you will become straight, that somehow you'll just desire marriage overnight, as if having heterosexual desires are actually a fruit of the spirit and not self-control. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like, <clears throat> if that is the life that brings her, like, the most happiness and the most joy, then, like, who am I to say don't do that, like, that's wrong. I just know, like, for me as someone who identifies as a lesbian, like, I'm, I 
only have like romantic interest in women. That would be so lonely, like to to be married to a man. I could never like look into a man's eyes and like hold a man's hand and like feel connected in partnership in the way that I, I do with my girlfriend. I hope that what she gets out of feeling as though she needs to do this to honor her connection with God is enough to counterbalance how lonely her relationship I'd imagine feels. I appreciate you being so diplomatic and sweet about it and that just goes to show Alexis's character for me and how she really practices what she preaches. I saw you struggling through this because it's something I imagine you really innately disagree with which I do too but at the same time you're projecting this level of respect that says but if that's your belief system and that's your choice you're making an autonomous decision and I will humbly accept that as your reality and allow you to live that way without giving you a hard time about it. So I think that's amazing. That's a good way to be with us as Christians when we're practicing it in reverse. Imagine a reverse. If I was forced into a union with a woman, or let's not be as extreme. If I was forced into a union with someone, anyone that I did not connect with, that I didn't feel attracted to, that I didn't feel like I could share the depth of my secrets, that I couldn't be full and whole in my sexuality and my expression of that, then yes, I would feel incredibly lonely. And ultimately, I believe that God does express love through the connection of sexuality and that sexuality is really important in that way. And I don't think we should be robbing anyone of that due to genitalia which is really what it comes down to. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this conversation, especially if you made it all the way to the bitter end. Again, this is Alexis G. Zal. I will attach her channel below and please go check out the video that we made together. I do have little bits of anxiety about like, oh, am I going to come off too harsh or am I making fun of my people too much? And I'm sure I will get those criticisms, but at the end of the day, I do have to stand behind what... Alexis wrote and what we did together because I do think it accurately shows how abusive and harmful these things can be that we as Christians tell our children. I just want us to be more thoughtful about that and carve out a more positive path to how we're educating the little ones, which is so important. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, and it's it's heightened and it's satirical and it's a comedy. Um, don't forget to laugh. Yeah, don't forget to laugh. <laughs> it's been like a really amazing experience like talking with Brenda before editing the video and like researching and her sharing all of this world with me um it's just like really eye-opening because it's not something that I'm confronted with on a daily basis mm -hmm. and so I just want to say if any of you are struggling with same-sex attraction or you know any of this stuff that that we've talked about today it's okay it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a life for you and there's a safe space for you and there's enough of a life for me that like I don't, I don't even see this stuff. So there's people out there for you, even if it's not necessarily the people that you're, you're surrounded by or have been raised by. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, share with your friends, donate to my Patreon or Venmo if you can. We, we love, love you guys. guys. God bless. bless.